This is a HeadGum Podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. I'm Hayes Davenport. I'm here with Sean Clements. What up? There, there's something that sort of caught our eye uh, in in this Hollywood business. This is what we talk about. We talk about Hollywood. We talk about the business. Hollywood, the business. We talk the about this industry, and the industry is changing. Yes. And one of the things that's made that so apparent lately is there are actually TV shows now available to you on one of these online grocery shopping sites. Yes. Um, Amazon.com, you've seen these green trucks driving around town. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're not just holding day-old produce. They're now carrying some of your favorite new comedy TV shows. These are shows that you can just watch. Uh, You go to uh, www.amazon.com slash product slash TV slash showtime slash watch dash TV slash funny. And just download the plug-in. Yep. And uh, if your software is up to date and is able to support their specific player, um, yep. you can start watching part of some of their shows. We have they, they've come out with a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. Browsers. Yep. Uh, the Internet Boys. Uh, but none of those are our favorites. No, we each picked a favorite after watching all the shows. Where did we find the time? It's nice for me, actually, because I don't own a TV, so the fact that it's right there on my phone computer was nice. But I love this one show. You might have liked it, too. It's called Gamma Guys. I love that show. From the online grocery store that, that brought you Alpha House and Betas is Gamma Guys. It's these two dudes who work at a chewing gum factory, and the pilot is, they've got to come up with a new flavor by midnight, or else Japan's going to pull out all their money. (laughs) And so Mr. Nakahashi's on the phone, and he's trying different flavors, and he's going, Uh, (laughs) Uh, most honorable gamma guys, this flavor stinks. And, they, and so then they have to come up with another flavor and another one, and his wife's nagging him. And, yeah. and the two guys, they bicker. But what I liked about it is underneath the fighting, mm-hmm. you can tell they're really friends. And so many shows, they forget to make people likable, and they forget to put a little bit of heart in there. Mm-hmm. And totally. that's what makes TV work. Sorry, online shopping store shows, not TV. For me, did you catch primetime? Ooh, I almost picked that one, I swear. Jealous. Primetime is a show uh, starring Wyatt Cenac as a guy who wins an Amazon Prime subscription in the lottery. And he uses it to become the first guy to kiss every book. (laughs) 
until the trouble begins when his mailman, played by the very underrated Allison Becker, comes along and he actually starts falling in love with her and he starts to wonder if kissing all the books is really the thing for him. And I, you talk about relatability, Sean, and for me, there was the moment in the pilot when he kissed the scary mystery book and had to hide under his bed. Uh, and you so know, powerful. you know, like, um, a book like Frankenstein, a book like Dracula. Ooh. These are the, some of the books that even you hearing the name gives you chills. And well, so. then why would you say them? <laughs> Ugh. I mean, I try to be professional during the show, but I've asked you n- not to talk about Frankensteins anymore. Right. How should I say it? I guess from now on, I should say. Uh, Mary Shelley's Mary Monstrous Shelley's. Creation. I forgot to mention the cast of my show, I realize. Oh, um, it's in your show. Oh, it's the cast of Inbetweeners. Which one? The entire cast of the Inbetweeners plays all the characters on Gamma Guys. Right, but there were two. There was the, there was, there was the, uh, the British one and the one with the American I guys. don't think there was a British one. Oh. You know what I think you're thinking of? Scandal. Scandal was a British show called House of Cards. So those are our favorite Amazon shows. This is a segment that we enjoy doing a lot. You open a newspaper these days. All you seem to see are these blind items and all the gossip columns and all the blogs. Newspapers are lousy with them. Yes. It's when they will describe a salacious event from something that has happened to some celebrity, but they don't have the guts to name who the celebrity is. So, in a way, that's why we created this podcast in the first place. Say the things that the mainstream media will not say. This is a segment called Draw the Blinds. Up. Where we read some real blind items and we draw the blinds up and tell you who the people involved are and what the scene was because we were there. And now we're going to start with a blind item from the site Crazy Days and Nights. This is sort of a Hollywood gossip site. This is a real blind item, and it goes like this. This former A++ list politician visited a film set in NYC and spent 45 minutes in a trailer with his main squeeze actress friend. Well, not main squeeze. I mean, the guy is married. No one even bat an eye that the two were spending time alone in her trailer. It was the second time he has visited the set, but the first time the trailer was rocking. Now, Sean, we were we were there. We were supervising, yes. Mm-hmm. And what is the sickness with these gossip lovers that they will not leave President Jimmy Carter alone? The man builds houses for people with no houses. Mm-hmm. And what he was doing, by the way, with that girl during the 45 minutes was fingering her. They imply that he was having sex. Which is, couldn't be further from the truth. Yes. Uh, he was really just finger blasting her. Yeah. He was giving her some deep digit loving. Mm-hmm. And he never once exposed himself. Nope. I don't even think he was fully hard. The man's a peanut farmer from Georgia. Mm-hmm. He's friends with the Allman Brothers. So he's he's comfortable in the entertainment scene, wanted to stop by a film set, and 
can we not take a break anymore? And 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 what film set was that? Uh, it was the set of Devil, the elevator movie that M Night Shyamalan made. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the it was the new one that he's doing. It's the the Devil went down to P one. Um, it's sort of a Charlie Daniels band thing, but it's also like the movie because they are in an elevator and uh, a bunch of people forgot where they parked their car and Satan is moving their car. And Jimmy Carter went to give his blessing from the state of Georgia to take this great song and change the name Georgia to P1. And if he's going to finger blast Jennifer Lawrence while he's there, who are we to say anything about it? He's the president. So now you know. Next, blind item. This one is from Radar Online. This reality star demanded see star Kane from strangers at a house party during a night out of town away from the prying eyes of his significant other. And now, we were at this party, and demanded is a pretty strong word uh, for what Jimmy Carter did. Uh, he asked for some cocaine, I thought, very respectfully. He, he actually said, where to cocaine at? Which is literally... It doesn't even necessarily mean that he is going to do it. Yes. He may just want to know where it's located so he can avoid it. Now, as it turned out, he was chopping up big, fat fucking gorilla fingers on their mirrored coffee table and schwacking them back in one shot like a total boss. But he didn't demand anything. It was offered freely after he determined the location. And they call him a reality star because, like we always say, politics is like a reality show. Well, with the 24-hour news cycle these days, everyone's under the microscope. And the way some of these guys behave, it is a reality show. You might as well be on that Flavor of Love or uh, one of those Osborne. You'll have to—I don't own a TV. You'll have to catch me up. Uh, and night out of town away from the prying eyes of his significant other. I mean, he just finger-blasted Jennifer Lawrence at one time. I wouldn't say that she's she not was a significant necessarily a significant author. other just because of one finger-blast. That seems a little premature. Uh, finally, last blind item. This one is from Gawker.com. At the Aspen Comedy Festival a few years ago, this comedian invited a female comedy duo back to his hotel room. The two ladies gladly joined him and offered him some weed. He turned it down, but asked if it would be okay if he took his dick out. Thinking he was joking, the women gave a facetious thumbs up. He wasn't joking. When he actually started jerking off in front of them, the ladies decided that that wasn't their bag and made for the exit, but he used his body to block the door until he was finished. This one they actually got right. Comedian was Aziz Ansari. The girls were Garfunkel and Oates. That's Draw the Blinds Up. Uh, we have a great guest today. Damien Fahey is here. He was the host of uh, Total Request Live. Uh, he's on Twitter. He's he's does some Hulu hosting. He's hosts a radio show. Uh, he has a lot to speak on from many different facets of the industry, and that's coming up when we come back on Hollywood Handbook. Hollywood Handbook. So then. I stand up from the couch and I move away and I go small, 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 small. Here comes Hayes and Sean. 
And they're still together. Still right now, yeah. They're still in that room. Hey! Hi! What up, what up? Welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. Exciting guest. I, I really do think we have a very exciting guest today. Uh, Damien Fahey is here. Yo. We, um, we have sort of a long history with uh, Damien. Mm-hmm. Damo. Uh, going back to, I guess, when we were on TRL. Yeah. 2003. Uh, 2003. That's right. When we... Um, did you guys of, ushered in the new, with the rock, uh, rave. Comedy. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. Rock, rock, rave, rave, com- comedy. rock, rave, comedy. Yes. Uh, Tom Green sort of took that, spun that off into Bum Bum Song. and Yeah, we sort of gave him that and went off to do our next thing because we're always sort of morphing our right. identity. Uh, I don't want right. to be pinned down. But yeah, we had um, that uh, single and video that you probably remember, uh, I Make Ye A Canoe. Mm-hmm. And it's like me and Hayes make you a canoe and then we sink you on the water because we didn't make you strong enough. And that was sort of the beginning of music. Well, it was the beginning of music being associated with visual. Visual yeah, yeah. entertainment. Yeah. That's yes. Right. Yeah. That's right. And since then, or for a while anyway, that was like a really big deal. People yeah. were doing it. Uh, a lot of people were making images to go with their music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Albums for a little while had covers that were uh, some kind of visual image. And Damien, your job when mm-hmm. you were hosting TRL Total Request Live, right, was to go looking for some of the coolest videos mm-hmm. and to show them on your on your TV show. And yes, that's what, and that's sort of what you created. Yeah, the show I mean, for. I was uh, the culture maker mm-hmm. um you know i was sort of pouring the kool-aid in the in the water so yes. before me all you had was water and that mm-hmm. was that's not tasty and so you put a little something in there and all of a sudden it's a craze and so that was it it was i was sort of doing that you know and i was well, mtv had come to your complex yes essentially mm-hmm. right yeah my and, production offices yeah yeah and just sort of said, what would you do? Well, they were, you know, well, if you could honest. do anything, what would you do? Let's be honest. They were not doing well. I mean, ratings Sinking. were in the tank. When it was just music and no visual element at all. Uh, People said, why not listen to the radio? Well, at least that I can move around with. Yes. Exactly. Um, right, and televisions, you know, back then, now you can carry, I, you know, we all carry televisions with us. Everywhere so we go, it's true. But back I don't then, own a, I don't own a TV, but I see people who have them on them a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so back then you can't carry a television around, so people would would say I have to go to the grocery store, but I still want to hear Robert Palmer. That's right. But so this is a problem, and so they came to me. Well, they came to my Your, assistant. Yes, they called my assistant, who called my agent, who called another. How is, is how is Drobny? Of, Drobny, your assistant, oh, yeah, are you Drob- still with him? I had to let him go. Ooh, hate when that happens. <laughs> so, anyway, long story short, I finally got on the co- on the phone with them mm-hmm. and with MTV, and mm-hmm. they pleaded their case, and they said, "Look, we're in a we're in a pinch here. Yes, we need something. Mm-hmm. People are tired of carrying around their televisions. Mm-hmm. They're too big." And this was before antennas got antennas are just getting longer and longer to the point that we can carry these with us right 
to the store, like you were saying, we can take them in our car. They're huge. Right. And so what I did was I, I sat them down. I actually flew. Uh, they flew me out privately, even mm-hmm. though I've got my, you know, I've got my whole thing, my Cessna. I'm sure. gassed up, ready to go at all times. But they flew me to New York and they said, help us, lead yes. us. Right. And they walked me right into a room and they said, there was a, there was a chalkboard and they said, draw what you think is the future. And and what did you draw, Damien? I went up to the board, and I drew my name. You drew your name. I drew my name. Yeah. And then I erased it. Oh. And I said, it's about, it's about the element was of it, surprise. Was, oh, oh, okay. I was going to say, did you like mess it up or spell it wrong? I did. A lot of times when I go to Starbucks, they'll spell my name wrong on my cup. I love that. Some, some funny ones have happened to me. Damien, I've heard you say uh, Damon sometimes. Yeah, I'll get Just Damon. Just occasionally, yeah. like when you're telling someone you'll, your, your name, you will mistake it for Damon. Sometimes when I'm telling people my name, I will say Damon. I'll yeah. say David sounds similar. I say Jamie. I also said Nathan once. It's not an easy name. I said it on the air. You know, for the first four years of TRL, everyone thought my name was Nathan Garbanzo because it just came out of my mouth. Wow. But then I watched the tapes and I'm... I realize that is not my name. I And that's something I wanted to talk about. Always watching your own work. You have yeah. to. What is the thrill? Mm-hmm. I can't put my finger on it. But what is what is it that's so thrilling about watching yourself host something right. or listening to your voice? Mm-hmm. I get home, I put on my podcast, I get down in the tub, and I've got a bottle of Chardonnay, and it's just me and my best friend me hanging out. And I can't imagine a more relaxing way to spend an evening. And Damien, like, what's your ritual? I got to know. It's really weird. When you were describing yours, it's almost a mirror image of what I do, except mine's a a hot tub Hmm. uh, in my backyard. Needs more room. Needs a little bit more room. Mm -hmm. And what I'll do is I'll just go out there and, you know, obviously the the wife will, she respects this ritual. It's a nightly thing. And she retreats to to the basement where she's belongs it's her space that i gave her and i sit in that hot tub and i look up at the stars and i go i feel so small down here you know and yes and then i put i hit play and i go oh now i feel big again yeah right i'm one of those yes i'm one of those because we're all i don't know if you guys are hip on you know science and how that whole thing works but mm-hmm. you know we're we're stardust we're all made of stars we're all made of stars and moby saying that he did he came to me for the video actually and i said stars also means a celebrities it's another word for celebrities put Ooh. celebrities in the video thanks moby wow. what are some other videos that uh people came, came to you to me for with- that, Ooh, uh, please do dish well <laughs> I remember the first time, this is a little crazy, because I do remember the first time um, Snoop and Dre rang me up. Yeah. And they said, oh, you know, we want to do, we've got this great track. We've got this great track. We don't have much of a budget. And I said, but guys, you do have cars and you do have a neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And hey, you also got big booty hoes. Yeah. And you taught them about sharking. And I taught them about sharking. Yeah. Which became... Became something of a phenomenon. A little bit, yeah. Around the Long Beach community. Yeah. Why don't you teach uh, Engineer Frank about sharking right now, Damien? Which one is Frank? Uh, he, he's uh, the 
Heavy set? Yes, he's one, yes, he's the less heavy set one. Sharking is basically going out into the ocean and finding the biggest baddest shark and fighting it to the death. Are you Does that make sense? He's Frank? nodding his head. Okay, good. I don't think Frank gets it, but I certainly do and most of our listeners probably will. And it could be a metaphor. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So you make Total Request Lives and you I created it. And yes, you make that and you are showing music videos, but there's still one ingredient missing, isn't there? Yeah, well, we were showing the videos. And isn't we were... there, Nathan? It's not that anymore, but it, I understand why you'd say that. But it was it was 13-year-old girls mm. is what I realized yeah. was the missing ingredient. So I said, fill the studio with 13-year-old girls and have them screaming for these artists that they enjoy right and what i learned this is so interesting because you, you would never know this unless i did this right but 13 year old girls are actually a lot more sexually mature see than we give them credit yes. for as a society and i'm okay. not here to, i'm yes. not i don't i'm not talking about legality the law is the law yes no we operate no, within the law we operate within the law but Hayes and but I have talked about we, this. We've spent a little time talking about this. And mm-hmm. just the, where they come up with this number yes. 18. Yes. 18, Thank you know? You. It's just like one and eight. Just like where do they get just like right. these two numbers like out of right. the hat or yeah. something? Like yeah. I just like I, I think it's imaginary, you know? It's yeah. probably the only case where random is bad. Because I always yes. say random when I like something. Right. Totally. Uh, Comedy-wise. But in terms of just a random number, it's like if you're going to pick any number – you know, it just could have been any. It, like it, then, it could have is easily been thirteen or fifteen or anything. Right. Because if you look at the science and when girls reach their peak of sexual productivity, and it's a, right. You know, like if we are trying to perpetuate the human race, I think yeah. we should look at the science every once in a while. Yeah, we want to make more star stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And if you go back to ancient Rome, if you study the the history books, mm. uh, Hayes loves ancient Rome. I, I've, I've I've done a lot of reading about ancient Rome, and it was illegal then to have sex with a girl if she was over fifteen years old. Okay, and these guys built the aqueduct. They built right. the aqueduct. <laughs> right. they, you know, this is uh, they founded democracy. We seem yeah. to think that was a pretty good idea. Why did yeah, we still choose using that one, that one right. instead of the other one? So you can't cherry pick. It's just yeah. crazy. And if like uh, if you read your Shakespeare, we're reading that in uh, in schools these days. Hayes loves Shakespeare. Juliet. Yes. That girl was six years old. Right. And people don't get that. And people, we just have these blinders on yeah. where we're like, oh, you know, that's true love, yeah. but only if she's some right. imaginary age. Well, yeah, it's just, and, 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 and I've met, and I've met, I, I mean, personally, I, 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 I've, I've met it just, just in my travels, you know, just in my own life, personal experience, I've met 25-year-old women who have no right who have no business being anywhere near a yeah. boudoir. No. They don't they can't handle it. They can't handle the emotions involved. And by the same token, I've met girls who are, let's say, under 18, who were they to so choose, they would be mature enough yes. to handle that kind of thing. And so I just don't understand. It's like, why is it not case by case? Right. We're not saying that underage girls should be forced. Right. To have sexually, you know, never you take it in like never no, no. disgusting. And the idea of doing that step all at once is crazy. Just yeah. how would that even work? No, you don't just jump in the deep end of the pool. You'll drown. Mm-hmm. But let's get our toesies wet. Let's get our toesies wet in the shallow end and say something like, 
okay, well, there's an interview or something that you go through, uh, and and we sort of give them a stamp or whatever or a different colored bracelet they can <laughs> or a different colored bracelet they could wear mm-hmm. that indicates, hey, I'm one of the ones who's sort of cool. Yeah. Now, Damon, you you went through uh, this discovery while you were hosting the show. I did. And yeah. I understand that events related to this decision you made sort of led to the end of the TRL show. and uh, of showing well, music videos on Well, let's be on, clear on before I get uh, – torpedoed here by yeah. uh, that line of questioning. Sure. Uh, first of all, people come up to me and apologize and they feel bad that the show ended and that sure. you know, I think they feel they feel bad that I'm what that I'm not on television anymore, but I feel like it's it's more of a selfish thing for them because I when I was on television it was a very wonderful hour of of looking at me mm-hmm. which they know which they've been was snatched from them, you know, quite suddenly mm-hmm. when I decided to end the show. On my own accord. Yes. You want to, in this business, and yes, it's a business. Entertainment. Entertainment. Yes. For the layman's out there who don't know, because if you don't know, don't judge. Mm -hmm. You have to go out on top. Yes. You have to go out on top. And I was standing on a pile of money. I was standing on a pile of women. And... I just decided to pull the plug. I said, life is too good. It cannot get any better. And and people make a big deal about uh, Vince Gillian doing what he did and mm-hmm. ending Breaking Bad at sort of its peak. But it's like, mm, it feels kind of like, where do you get that idea? Oh, I don't know. Damien freaking did that. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. When Thank he canceled you. TRL, when that was on Thank top. You. And so that just makes me so mad sometimes at Vince Gillian when he's in those interviews and he's not saying that. Now you you uh, you ended the show in two thousand nine. I did. Is that right? Yes. Yes. You said at the time uh, th- it was uh, precipitated by Susan Boyle's song, and that being uh, the end of music. Yes, because an it. ugly woman cannot sound good. Yes. And Do you understand that? Yeah, yeah, I get it. She was not attractive enough for me and that that would change t- music in sort of a uh, yes. a way that it wouldn't really be music anymore well in terms of how you now think you, of it. you've got the voice what's the concept behind that yes. i want to hear the voice before i see so i don't judge right which is terrible because mm-hmm. that's why there haven't been many success stories people yes. want a pretty face mm-hmm. and susan boyle god bless her she comes from those stony fields of the UK, mm-hmm. and I'm sure she can milk a f- cow really well with those big paws. But when it comes to singing on a stage, you leave that to the pros. And all of the voice winners, let's be frank, have been hideous monsters. Yes. <laughs> what a sick group of freaks. And yeah, old, some of them, much too old, some of them in their 30s. Ugh. When was the last time you saw a good-looking person in their 30s? It's 13, uh, it's 14, it's 15, it's 16, it's it's not 17. It's 13 to 16 is the window that really gets me, America, going. Yeah, and, assu- yeah assuming they're mature. Right. You know, They've and been internally. Because, I mean, I've been, in my own experience, I mean, it's just, it's just in dealing with, just in conversation. I met very young people who feel much older. And I've also met older people who feel very young. 
let's cool down with a little trip into the popcorn gallery. Yes, let's. Uh, let's reach inside, pull out a question. Mm. Here's a question for you, Damien, from a fan of either yours or ours. It's my, probably mine. His name is Scoops, and his question is, Damien, I understand your nickname is The D-Man. How can I get a cool nickname like this? Well, Scoobs is already pretty cool. You can't really do much with that. I could call you Coobs. I could call you Books. Mm-hmm. I could call you the S-Man. But at the end of the day, brother, you got to earn it. And how? And uh, would you say getting your own show on TV is a no? Don't even try. It's not gonna. It's not gonna happen for you. That's helpful advice. <clears throat> we need to say that to more of our yeah. listeners. Is just, it's not gonna happen. It's healthy to dream unless you are good. Oh, if you're good, yeah, yeah. But if you're not good, I can't tell you the number of people I see who aren't any good. I mean, just mind-blowing. They're everywhere. D-Man, do you come across that? They're everywhere. They're everywhere. I'm always happy when I see them doing something like... Uh, mopping floors. I, yes. If they're mopping up in a toilet room, then I go, okay. I see um, some of these girls my daughter does tap with. Oh, you boy. Know? Uh, it's like they let anyone onto the, the stage. Like They do these recitals, and at the end... What do they do? They hand out the the trophies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody, Everybody gets a trophy Everybody gets a now. Winner. And some of these girls Everybody's are winner. are fucking shit at tap. Yeah, but you can't say that because it's like it's like the thing we said earlier. And what's so dangerous about that too is you don't find out what you're good at if you get rewarded for every activity. Yes, absolutely. That's yes. part of the reason that yes. we actually have trophies mean something. Now, now calm down, or Sean. used to. Calm down. Calm down. But but if I had gotten a trophy for vacuuming floors, you know, I would then that might have been what I pursued. But, but I got you're no good I got, at vacuuming floors. And I'm you terrible. At it. I'm terrible at it. No. I admit it. I can't do it. Yes, no. I don't. I don't have the vision for it. But I can make movies. I can star in movies. I can right. write movies. Right. I can direct movies. Here's a question. Uh, it, it's at the way bottom of the bag. Let me just reach in and get it. I know there's another piece in here. Yes. This question is from Toby Keith Sweat. Damien, you were a guest on Cupcake Wars once. My question is, how did you keep from eating every friggin' cupcake in that joint? Well, it wasn't easy, and who said I didn't? Ho ho ho! Slam dunk! <laughs> so, uh. Bazinga! <laughs> it's the facial! Let me just reach back in one more time for one more question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one is from Freya in Sweden. Damien, can right you... Right off the bat, I already don't like your name. Speak on that. It's a sound. It's not a name. Do you want to hear this question or just no? I want to hear the last three words of it, and then I'll decide. For each topping? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Well, D-Man... <clears throat> Do you have anything exciting coming up that you want to talk to us about? Uh, uh, well, you guys know about 
the latest and greatest, which would be, you know, the big, the movie, Russell Crowe and uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. They're directing you in a movie. Yeah, it's all method, and um, I'm excited for it. Can mm-hmm. Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know you've been in the lab for quite a while cooking up the concept, but if you could give us... Just one line of dialogue from the film, and, and don't worry that it's out of context. Um, we know it's going to be rich, mm-hmm. uh, but if you could just give us one sentence from maybe the pivotal scene. Of the movie. Of the film, yes. Let me just, do you guys mind if if I could just go there? Because yeah, in order sure. for me to recite, I need to really go there. Yeah, sure. I insist. You're you- going to eat your shorts. Guys, follow follow Damien on Twitter at Damien Fahey. This Twitter thing, uh, honestly, come you know. I mean, we're wait, right? we're tweeting our lives away. What is this? What is this? Uh, I keep waiting to wake up and find out it was all a prank. <laughs> now, follow him on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Hey, like our Facebook page. Yeah, go right. ahead. Go ahead and like our Facebook page. We're doing some funny shit over there. Yeah, there are some really yeah. funny photoshops that we would really like you guys to see. Yeah, and uh, if we see a funny thing on Facebook that we like, we will share it on our own page. Like there are some of these things where like Willy Wonka is like his <laughs> uh, like fist on his head and he's like yeah. being sort of like condescending which yeah really like, like oh really there's like, this yeah. freaking cat i don't want to like spoil it too much but oh yeah uh, he's oh. got something of i know an which one i know which one i don't want to say what the attitude is but he's not yeah. pleased he's not I'll <laughs> okay tell you he's not that, that's as much that's as enough. we'll say that's enough nothing else uh and oh please uh make sure to buy the pro version oh yes uh, that's important what are we offering in the pro version this week uh well, this week uh, you get a signed headphone cord uh, from Hayes. It's very difficult to make out the signature. It is a black cord, and he did sign it with Sharpie marker. Um, but one of Hayes's actual headphone cords that he wore during the recording of a podcast. And um, also uh, Damien announces you as the number one music video mm-hmm. of 2009. And uh, the the winner of last week's uh, uh, drawing from all the people who bought the pro version was uh, Chanson. Uh, and so, Chanson, here here is your prize. Coming in at... <clears throat> can you do, like, a little clap or, like, cheering yes, a little sure. bit so I can go there? Get the- <laughs> all right, welcome back to Times Square. The number one video... Boy, we got a lot of votes. It was a close one today between... The Goo Goo Dolls, Iris, and, well, newcomer Chanson. Chanson, his latest, at number one, and this is called, producer, what is it? What is it called? What is it? Bat Out of Hell 3, the meatloaf continuation. And we also want to say um, uh, a loving goodbye to Engineer Frank, one of our favorite engineers. He is leaving you. I'm sure you'll be hearing. uh, Definitely Mm -hmm. one of our top three engineers. I'm sure you'll be hearing a lot of goodbyes. Uh, as uh, this month goes on, but he's he's going to be moving on to other opportunities. Uh, I will always remember um, at the beginning of uh, one of our recordings, I think it was actually this recording, mm-hmm. uh, when uh, Frank couldn't get the music to play, uh, and it was because he had the input and output mm, jacks confused. <clears throat> I'll remember it differently. I'll always remember the time... When we were recording with Frank, it may have actually been this recording, 
when he didn't know to lower the music uh, so that we could talk over it, as we've done for basically the past 50 podcasts we've recorded. Um, just those little touches that you remember about someone when you work with them for this long. And uh, we love you, Frank. We love you, Frank. Uh, everything going smoothly around here is uh, going to be uh, a difficult transition. and so I have uh, a hard out, by the way. Just so you guys know, I know I didn't mention that in the email, but I've got about two more minutes. Well, fucking take off then. Bye. <laughs> This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf Radio. Boom.com. The Wolf Dead. That was a HeadGum Podcast.